are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions? And Patty Moe. I'm cheeky. Wow. I'm snuggly. Whoa. And I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Headphones on. Pants off. Looky here, looky here, looky here, Pat. Looky there, looky there, looky there, Jim. (laughs) What do we have here? We're, We're here. We're at Shock City. This is Let's Get Comfortable. What a voluptuous opening. Voluptuous. We've probably used that before. That's okay, but I feel like voluptuous tends to um, describe other things. Yeah. Well, it's going to describe our (laughs) show's intro now. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. This is Let's Get Comfortable, brought to you by Weiss Comfort Systems, our title sponsor right here on Let's Get Comfortable, Pat. Beautiful name, beautiful sponsor. What? A more comfortable sponsor, Pat, than Weiss Comfort Systems. And I'll tell you what, Dan Weiss over there, you know, he's the father of our friend Ben, Ben Weiss. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I remind you every week. That's why. Yeah, thank And thank you for doing sure, that. Sure, sure. Yes. You know, he told me, Jim, we don't see, sleep comfortably until you do. He's the king of comfort. He, he might even be the king of comfort. <laughs> Folks, Wise Comfort Systems has been doing it for years. If you have any questions, concerns, uh, would you like somebody to come out and check out your heating and cooling systems, give Dan a call. His number is 314-629-6304. And that's his personal number, folks. He is going to answer, and he's going to give you some advice. Quick quick anecdote, if I may, real quick. Sure. Just about the quality of, of this man, yeah. his character. Yeah. Um. Dan, uh, being our title sponsor, and, and this will be features obviously on the Facebook Live, uh, had a little gift for us, a little a little uh, promo for him slash gift for us. Um, these incredible dual purpose, like it's basically like a Yeti koozie slash Turvis, Turvis Tur- tumbler, yeah. yeah, 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 hybrid. And uh, yesterday he wanted to drop them off so we could have them for the show tonight. He personally delivered them to my apartment. Wonderful. He called me and said. Hey, just got finished eating at Panda Express, and you respect a man that eats at Panda Express for lunch. Absolutely. And deliver these. I had never actually met him in person. Uh, Super friendly guy, and um, we're just really, really glad to have him uh, be our title sponsor. Yeah, couldn't be more stoked. And uh, I can tell you right now, the quality of the man, uh, it permeates, Pat. It permeates throughout the entire organization over there at Weiss Comfort Systems. Wise Comfort Systems, title sponsor, right here of Let's Get Comfortable. But Pat, you say you, we ourselves get comfortable here, right? Let's get these pants yeah. off. It has been a week. <laughs> <laughs> a wedding for me, a bachelor party for you. Yeah, it was uh shout out to Rob Blitzel. Thank you for the hospitality, sir. Uh, Tunica, Mississippi, we did not leave there. Sober. The Navi Wee Batchy P. It was fantastic, yeah. It was for the boys. It was for the boys. And And shout out to another fellow Dismet Spartan. Tom Compton 06. I was at his wedding this weekend. He got married. Perfect. It's a beautiful wedding. Lots of 
good old Smack guys there. Congrats, Tom. Had a great time. Uh, well, all of this talk is just making me quite thirsty, Pat. Why don't we get into our Drake Merritt Drinks of the Show. Drake Merritt is your prime time Ooh. realtor here in STL. Prime time. If you're, if you're looking to buy or sell, he's the go-to guy in the STL. Give him a call, folks. 314-517-5565. Drake, as always, I tell you, every time he specializes in first-time home buyers, I used him. We're now best friends. Couldn't be happier and more thankful that he is on a sponsor on Let's Get Comfortable. Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Home Selling Team. You got a Pat, promo code, though? I, you're right. No I, promo code? I forgot the promo code. Come on, man. And I'm flipping through here just to find out. Yep, that's it. Yep, it's uh, Champagne Poppy. Thank you. All right. Uh, would you like to go first or me? Would you like to go? We, I mean, we we're both very excited about this. You, you tell me, sir. I think you should go first. Very good. I shall. Okay. James, this is the third in this uh, series for everyone who's just been eagerly waiting in anticipation for this series to go through of my different things I found at Friar Tuck's. Sure. This is the uh, the last one. Uh, this is something we've not had on the show. We've had, I think, a things a little familiar. Similar, I should say. Oh, he's pulling out some glasses, folks. Uh, let's see. There's another one. Ooh, he's pulling out two glasses, and folks. And I probably have one in here for Sam. Ooh, I didn't forget he's him. he's pulling out three glasses, yes, folks. Yes, sir. Three glasses. Jim, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's a wonderful sweet drink you could pull out of the fridge in your childhood that is made from an animal and mixed with something sweet? Milk. Keep going. What's what's even better than milk when you're a child? Ice cream. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, you were right with the milk. <laughs> um, what enhances milk? Sugar. Keep going. What kind? Alcohol. <laughs> Chocolate. Boom. There it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I don't think you were joking either. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I got some vodka milk. For yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have. <clears throat> Tippy Cow Chocolate Milk. Wow. Yes. It is a rum-based cream. That looks awesome. Yeah. Rum with dairy cream, natural and artificial flavors, and caramel color. This is Tippy Cow. Great. Are you West supposed County. to serve it over ice? Do you have ice? I don't. I, no, I, I do. Don't, but I, I have extra. Do you really? I sure do. I don't know. It didn't say. Um, well, well, let's try it without first, and then we'll I thought because it's so creamy and cold, because I got this thing really cold, we could just give it a go. Let's. So if you give them a little play-by-play, -play, I'm going to pour these first. Well, second. sure. Yeah. That's a wonderful bottle. Actually, uh, you know those Moo Moo Cow uh, drinks mm -hmm. that the kids get these days? You know, we grew up with the old school, uh, you know, a nickel or 25 cents for a, for a milk carton at school. Oh, yeah. Now the kids got the little plastic bottles with the cool little tops, and that's what this looks like. They're so entitled these days. Unbelievable. Sam, that's for you, sir. Sam, welcome to the show, sir. Jimmy B. Yeah, we got Sam Mall in the studio. So, Pat, give us a little rundown on this bottle. Real quick, I, I will. This is a beautiful, tall Ooh, brown. It almost looks like one of the old milk bottles. Smells delicious. It says here on the side, we have concocted, wonderful usage of concocted, yeah. tippy cow for a simple reason. It will remind you of flavors and tastes you have been enjoying your whole life. Wonderful. Enjoy this flavor for great taste of, uh, for the great taste of chocolate malt. Try it on rock straight up, blended, or frozen cocktail, or in coffee. Be prepared 
to share is you can't keep yourself because Tippy Cow always draws a crowd. I missed a word. All right, Tippy Cow drawing a crowd. So this is basically alcoholic chocolate milk. Pretty much. Let's Cheers. try it. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that is dangerous. It's everything I hoped it would be. It really is. <laughs> Sam nods. Mm. Sam, we need a score. He looks like he likes it. He's nodding. He's, he's nodding. He's thinking. Smacking his lips. Seven and a half. That's the biggest score he's given. I think so. I think he this did a little seven solid. last this week. Is a, this is solid. It's um, it's not too strong. You can taste it. Oh, it's definitely strong. What's, mean, the, what's the percentage on that? Well, first off, thank you for the question. Of course. Uh, let's see. 14%. Okie dokie. No, no, no. I mean, like, I think it's so sweet, <laughs> it kind of it kind of masks the strength. <laughs> Sam's like, oh, God. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's calling his Uber right now. Yeah. Seriously, this is... Uh, it would I be feel, a, you can feel the tingle, the burn mm-hmm. a little bit. Would you say this is on par with uh, a Pennsylvania Dutch, perhaps? Yeah. I'd oh. say the Pennsylvania Dutch just edges it out. Oh, yeah. And what was that other one? The chocolate... Uh, yeah. The chocolate oh. wine or something? Yeah, yeah. The cho- choco vine. Choco vine. Yeah, that was delicious. This is the third in that series um, of the creamy delights. But yeah. Anyways, well, that's let's it. Let's give this a little chug skeep. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam is not looking at you. Don't have to chug, Sam. I wish the mic picked that we up. Got, you got an extra glass for my drink, too, so don't worry about it. Cheers. Well, cheers, Matt, sir. I should have uh, You know what? Glass. Why don't you go ahead and chug first? I'll give the folks a little taste. Uh, I'll, I'll entertain the folks here while you're giving it a chug. Just so people are clear, this is like chugging an alcoholic chocolate malt. So exactly. Give me a moment. Um, I'd like to take this time to let Joe Mark scores know that uh, I saw his skills out on the golf course over the weekend on this bachelor party. Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty good, guys. He's pretty good. Um, but he has never faced me at Ruth Park with a beer per hole, with Nick Aiello and Pat driving behind us, announcing the entire thing like it's the U.S. Open. So, for all you people out there who are listening, I still am extremely confident that I'm going to kick Joe's ass in whenever this golf tournament goes down between me and him. It's going to happen, and I love. Are you going to go ahead and chug? And cheers! I'm going to give this a chug. I love how you were respectful yet firm with your desire to win. And no, Nick and I are really looking forward to, you know, Jim Bunton, par five. He's stepping up to the tee box with his pitching wedge. Unique choice. We'll see what happens. Sure. Well, Pat, let me go now. Um, wonderful drink, sir, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to use, I brought some glasses too. Wrapped in Wrapped newspaper. In newspaper so they wouldn't break. Smart man. Oh. Some nice to smack glasses. Mm. Sorry, Sam. I only had two, but that's why I, I gave <laughs> Sam a little head, heads up and said, yeah. get yourself a glass because you're going to want some of this. I just I want to give a visual as to why I was laughing because you said sorry and look over and Sam's just kind of like doing that, doing that <laughs> thing where you, get, you're just got the, you just got the tip of the last sip going yeah. down. That was some good stuff, though. Tippy cow. Pat. Rum cream. Yes, sir. Now, this is also... Um, I, I don't normally get healthy things, and and you might say you can't get healthy alcoholic drink. You warned me that. This but I, I looked me. through this and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I would never normally uh, get that part of the show. And it might even be a nice little mixer with your chocolate milk after this. Really? Because Pat, I have for you Bailey's almondade made with almond milk. Oh. It's in a, a wonderful white bottle. 
It's gluten-free and dairy-free. Bailey's Almanade. You were right. You, you told me, you said, I'm going to get something. You're going to be like, wow. Like, you're going to go, I would not expect you to get that, Jim. I can totally see you like being like, I hate people who have almond milk. Almond milk sucks. But, but look, I have a whole bag of ice. Beautiful. I, I do appreciate you really spreading your wings on this one. Sure, sure. Um, and I, uh, you can see how I, I got excited when I saw yours because I think after we taste this, mm-hmm. It's going to be a, uh, we definitely got to mix them. Oh, for sure. I think a mix would be a nice little delight for the rest of the show. Absolutely. Everybody's got their ice. Everybody's all set. Go figure we both get bottles of creamy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's just quite uh, serendipitous. Serendipitous. Ooh. All right. People get tickled when we say that on this show. Let me get you a little something here. Oh, please. And thank you. Looks pretty much the same, except a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit wider. Oh yeah. Now, are you familiar with almond milk? Have you had almond milk before? I have, and I and I actually quite enjoy it. I think it's. I don't think it's awful. I've had better versions than others, but my family and my lovely girlfriend love almond milk, and they will definitely be trying Appreci- this. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So Bailey's Almanade, gluten-free, dairy-free, almond milk liqueur. Mm. Um, this is, uh, it says on the side, it's gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan. Good. We want to uh, include Contains them. almonds and soy. It's a beautiful bottle, wouldn't you say? It's got the little flowers on it. I feel like that'd be like at my grandma's house. What's the alcohol percentage on that? Alcohol, 13%. So just 1% below the, the little cow, the tippy cow. The tippy cow. Well, good. Well, cheers, fellas. Cheers. Let's give this a go. Well. Wow. Definitely almondy. Took the words out of my mouth. You it's like got it. the almond milk flavor to it. it. It is almond milk, so no shocker there. Right. Very sweet finish. A little less thick than the rum cream. Yeah. Tippy cow, per se. Yeah. Which is expected. It's almond milk. Yep. Sam, can we get a score on the Bailey's Almanade? Seven. Oh, it gives it a seven. You know what? That's a good score from Sam. 14 and a half, and then divided by two is like something in between seven and eight. 7.25. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> I was a journalism major for a reason. Sure. 7.25 for you and me on this show with his judgment skills? Yeah. It's pretty good. But... It, may, it leads me to believe I'm, I'm even more excited now to do the mix with the, the tippy cow. Yes. With this, because you know, we get a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, so it's good. 100%. Good, but I, I, tip, I tip my cap to the tippy cow. I love that. Absolutely. So, cheers. I'll entertain the folks while you give that a little chug ski. I sure will. So, anyway, Joe Mark score is 100% going to lose. Um, <laughs> I think my game is still on. I didn't play very well because I was mostly hungover the whole the whole weekend, but um, Joe was too, and he, uh, I got to tell you, he even won while extremely hungover and had not slept the night before. Oh, my so, goodness. So, so there's a chance that... So cheers. Okay, cheers to him and you. So he did, He did to be clear, he won most of the, the rounds. His this group weekend? of three won based okay. on a lot of his shots doing well. Okay. Well, so, you know what? Anything can happen out there. You're right. Well, we got a great show ahead of us, folks. We got Dan Buffa of KSDK here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, going to be wonderful. We're going to touch on the Cardinals. 
maybe see what kind of things that he does that he gets comfortable on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll be up next on the Dave Sinclair Buick GMC phone lines. So, for my co-host, Patty Moe. And my co-host, Jimmy B. This is the LGC. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Jimmy B over at Let's Get Comfortable. And listen, we all make mistakes. We all get in accidents. And sometimes you need a good lawyer. Give our guys a call and sponsors of the show, Mutrix Finney Law Offices. Now, our guy specifically over there, Chris Finney, great guy, big fan of the show. We really appreciate it. And those guys over there, they provide complete injury care to victims. So if you get yourself in a situation you might need some help, think about Let's Get Comfortable. And think about the most comfortable lawyers around, Mutrix Finney Law Offices. Right here, a sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Folks, Patty Moe here with Let's Get Comfortable, and I'm here to talk to you about one of the finest fish restaurants in town. If you are a fan of seafood, you need to go to 801 Fish in the Carondelet Plaza up in Clayton. I know that we're, we're, we're a town that's big on pork steaks and Hemo's pizza and all those good T-Rav St. Louis fixings, but there's nothing better than a fresh cut of seafood. And 801 Fish is probably, no, undoubtedly the best place in town to get the freshest fish. They fly that stuff in from the coast within 24 hours. It's in the water on your plate. Our buddy Ryan Krasinger is the GM over there. He will treat you right. It's a beautiful restaurant, great drinks, great service, and oh yeah, did I mention great seafood? 801 Fish in Carondelet Plaza. Go check it out. A proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Comfort. That's the key word here on Let's Get Comfortable, folks. I'm Jimmy B. Let me tell you about our new title sponsor right here on Let's Get Comfortable, Weiss Comfort Systems. Dan Weiss over there has been doing this for years, folks. He knows what he's doing, and he's trying to make you as comfortable as possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, whether you like to do things from home on your own, give them a call. Dan told me, you know, one guy told him once, he does everything now by the book. And by that, he means his pocketbook and his phone book. And I think that's a fantastic way to look at things because... If you look at Dan and you look at Wise Comfort Systems, they're going to be just like talking to your best friends and getting a recommendation on how to do things for your home. Give them a call at 636-343-8440, folks. They have all different types of financing options for qualified applicants. Whether you're looking to replace your heating and cooling system, whether you're looking for maintenance, anything, they can help you out. Give Dan a call. Their motto over there, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. Weiss Comfort Systems, our title sponsor, right here on Let's Get Comfortable. All right, folks, we are back on Let's Get Comfortable. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. And we are, Pat, we are blessed with an absolute treat tonight on the Tony Godfrey, Dave Sinclair, Buick GMC phone lines. We have Mr. Dan Buffa, sir. Dan, the, you there? The Dan Buffa. We're here, man. I, I'm, well, we're here. I'm here. Yeah, what's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, not much. We're good. We're, I appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, for the folks that don't know, Dan, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, currently riding for uh, KSDK Sports. Is that right? And uh, doing a little, yes, sir. doing a little Uber driving on the side. I do. I, I do. I do the the, the the Uber experience. It's a very unique one every night. 
That's great. That's great. And so how, uh, you know, we, we've met basically through uh, our friends over at We Are Live, Chris Demon, Travis Terrell, um, and um, I know they would have you on quite a bit to talk about some sports and whatnot, but I kind of wanted to ask you, how'd you get into writing, um, journalism, you know, what really sparked that for you, um, and, and how'd you get on with KSTK, and, and where you, and how you are got to where you are now? Well, I mean, the writing thing goes back to all the way back to high school. I mean, I, I was the guy that always wrote, like, an extra four pages more than the teacher really wanted to read. <laughs> So she just gave me like an A after a while. I was like, ah, oh, this guy just writes another 450 <laughs> words. But uh, I, I, I just like, I, I like to write. And I usually, you know, I, I'd be helping my classmates out. And they'd be helping me out in biology. So I, you know, I, I'll, I'll write your paper if you figure out this, this stupid equation, like crap. So sure. uh, solid trade off there. And, and it was a solid trade off. You know, it's like being in the movie theater. You trade movie tickets for toast raviolis at Pasta House. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's seamless. It's seamless. Life but, uh, is a game of bartering like that. Yeah. Exactly. It is. It's basically, you you have what I need, and then I'll give you this. And then that's basically how it is. But it just really kept on. then 2011, when they actually let you know bloggers take over the world, and WordPress became very uh, reachable, I started a blog and got noticed by some sites, wrote for way too many sites to even name. And then a contact that, that, that I followed on Twitter, Corey Rudd, he used to have a show called, I think, The Cruddy Show. Uh, I think it was on 9:20 a.m. at one time, but he had a contact at KSTK, and it kind of put me in touch. And I've been writing for him ever, ever since. Uh, I can't really uh, let's just say I can't curse there, but you know <laughs> that's what a second read through is good for—is taking out all the curse words on your articles. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it, it's a great experience, uh, good exposure, and you know it's given me a few more opportunities around St. Louis. Well, Dan, it's uh, it's safe to say that if you want to fucking curse on here, you can. How about that? That's really fucking comfortable. a. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> we're all just about getting comfortable here. Obviously, that's but- right. You know, no pants, no, 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 no restrictions. Basically, you know, all all good flow and easy times. Exactly. I love that. No pants, no restrictions. I like that a lot. Maybe we yeah. throw that on a shirt. We'll throw Dan a little kickback. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan, Dan, yeah. I I gotta jump in here because. Uh, I was a journalism major as well, and I literally did the same thing in, in college, though. I'd be like, hey, you know, if you could help me with this, or if you could spot me, like, you know, 20, 25 bucks, I'll, I'll write that paper for you. I, yeah. It was short-lived, though. I, I actually wound up getting people uh, a couple Cs, and I was really disappointed with that. <laughs> oh, man. Don't you hate that subject- when they go... Go yeah, ahead. that paper you did for me got me a C. Right. Well, maybe but, you should write it yourself, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, that's kind of what I would go with. We <laughs> were we were seniors in college. Nobody cared. They just they were like anything above a D is fine. I'm like, all right, well then. Did <laughs> yeah. get, right. You know, I said twenty five bucks. Job. You You're did twenty. Right. Right. It's like, all right, you're gonna get C work. So. I know. I would have been the guy just fist bumping, going, "Dude, thanks, man. At least it's not an F, man. That's great. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not an F. Thanks, cover not. I'm totally dropping a turd on my, on my life in high school. Yeah. So Dan. <laughs> Pat was who's who I would call the resident Cardinals fanatic here, and not only just oh, in the, poor in, poor Pat. In, I know it's tough. Not, not only just in Shock City Studios, uh, but I would say in my entire life. So, uh, and I know he he's been dying to ask you a couple of questions. So, what do you got, Pat? Well, Dan, I I, I must say I follow all your stuff on on Facebook. I read you on KSDK. So this is actually oh, really, you're the one. I'm oh, the, thank I'm, you. I'm one of the ones. Yeah, me, me, me and your mom or whoever, because <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's who follows. Oh, Let's get comfortable, mom, right? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy, we're so proud of your show. Exactly. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I, I, we could go on all night, obviously, about what's wrong with this team. But oh I, yeah, I, right. And so, 
I guess I guess my first question, and again, we'll have to watch ourselves here so we don't go too far down a rabbit hole, but we 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 almost had you. We were thinking about trying to get you on last week to ask about trade deadline. Should, did they make the right move? I, maybe it's good a week later. I was pretty fired up that they didn't do anything um, as far as buying or selling. Well, I, I think you probably. I think you wrote something about this too. But um, you know, for the folks that didn't read it, they should. But until then, give them give them a quick thirty second bit on what you think the Cardinals should or should not have done at the trade deadline. Well, it's just for this team. It's just not really. I, I don't see a plan. I mean, if Michael Gersh wants to tell us that. Hey, we're going to compete this year. Like you're not going to win shit with this team that you have right now. You're not going to catch the Cubs. Right. You're not even going to be keep pace with the Brewers. So you had to make improvements. I wrote an article the other day about going after Jay Bruce. He hits a lot of home runs. He he would do a lot more than Steve Biscotti was doing for you in that cleanup role. So you want to do that, or do you want to look at next year, the year after, sell off some parts? You know, get ready for the you know the the next uh, fleet of Cardinal pitching and hitting our Standing Pat sent no message to the team to, to your fan base about what you're doing. And if you're going to catch a Cubs team that made a lot of improvements, they got Jose Quintana, Alex Avila. They they rebounded ever since, even though they're still leaving the back door open for one of the teams to kind of join them in this race. I do think that the Cardinals, their lack of movement at, at the deadline didn't really give the fan base any idea. Okay, we're making an effort. Okay, we're, we're trying to get back in this race because again if you want to get in in this year's race you got to improve your team this team isn't going to win anything i don't even think oh they got the 500 last night what kind of cardinals team celebrates 500 in august the, the, right. that just tells you how far we've fallen exactly but for the most part there's just no uh no idea no goal i i don't think they have a plan i think they've basically like torn up pieces of paper wrote down something new torn that up. I, I don't know what Gersh and Mosaic are really planning unless they're planning a big overhaul in the offseason, perhaps. Yeah, and I was uh, under the impression that, you know, and pretty much everybody in St. Louis was thinking, you got, we got to make a huge move. You got to make a huge move. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I, I'd rather almost take several small to medium sized moves than than just throw all something all at one big thing and and they didn't even do that so that that was my uh disappointment oh yeah i mean it's i mean you couldn't even move lance lynn who you're not gonna re-sign in the offseason and i know in a starting pitching market where, where starting pitchers were moving i know there was a market for him and the, and the cardinals probably just asked too much when you're not gonna re-sign him and you know there's you can fight that should he resign Lance Lynn or not. You can fight that battle all night, but the, the key was that I, the, the, everything is clear that they're not going to resign him. So you, sh- you should have gotten something for him instead of a, a second round late compensation pick, but which is probably what the Cardinals are getting now. Right, right. And so, well, here let me let me say this. I find them analogous, and correct me if you disagree, but almost to like uh, a girl in high school or college that put you in the friend zone. You know, they're, they're just, but they just, they just tease oh, you yeah. enough. They just tease you enough. Like we're only three games out. We're only three and a half games out. Like we're 500 and it's so frustrating. Cause I, I don't want to stop watching. I won't stop watching cause something could happen, but you know, everything you hear is, well, you know, if they had a really good week, then they can be in first place or they have a bad week and they're in fourth place. They're just a big tease. Um, so I a hundred percent agree with you on everything you said. And, and I guess my, my follow-up would be, if you were John Mozeliak or, or Gersh for the offseason, you could be a GM for the day. 
what would be the top moves you would make to help improve this club to get them to be respectfully contending next year? Not this BS where it's like, well, we're 500 and we're in a week division. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're like, we're right there. We're competitive. We have a flag of authenticity above our Bush Stadium uh, right. you know, place. Like, yeah, we're going to win some games. We're just going to snap your hearts. My first move, guys, would be, and it's pretty clear, that I have a big baseball boner for Giancarlo Stan. <laughs> just because if you ask one thing this Cardinal team needs, they need a star. Because you have, like, the fading stars of Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. And, yeah, we have the decent star status of Matt Carpenter. He's kind of like Tom Hardy a few years ago. He's a good actor, but you're not going to put him on the front of a poster of a $100 million movie. You know, sure, it's basically sure. like Matt Carpenter in, in a baseball uh, stance. But you need John Carlo because you need an outfitter like that that can produce like him. You need a fourth-place hitter that other teams fear. The other teams, they don't really have a, a player to fear in this lineup. They go, oh, he's going to take a lot of pitches. He might hit a fastball really well. But for the most part, we should be able to handle these guys unless we just don't do our damn job. And Giancarlo Stan is a guy that rises above that. He's a guy you have to get ready for. He's a decent right fielder. He's got a big contract, but that's why a, a move for Giancarlo would be building for the now and the future if you get a guy like that. And no offense to Stephen Biscotti, who I think got an extension way too soon. Uh, Stan is the kind of guy that changes things. As sure. the, Let's stuff two movie things in, in, into this one response here. As the Joker would tell Batman, Stan would change things in St. Louis. I mean, the other teams would have to go, oh, shit, they got Giancarlo, man. They don't just have cool uniforms and a classy tradition. Now they got a killer in that lineup. So that's what Giancarlo would do. That's just that one idea. I mean, you get like Jay Bruce is like going over to Forest Park and getting a softball hitter instead of Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> but Stanton is a guy that the Marlins do want to unload. I just think that, look, if, if Mo and Gersh going to go, you know what, we're not going to do anything now. We're going to go out in Miami and get that big fish in the offseason. I can believe that. But, again, going back to my original point, I need to see a plan because I don't see one. Exactly. And I think that's a solid segue with the films uh, mentioning there. We know you do. <laughs> you, you, you're you a big film fan of films. I watch too many movies. Let's right. put it that way. Love the Batman reference, by the way. Yeah, Pat is a, oh, yeah. He's also our resident uh, Batman fanatic also. <laughs> we'll, we'll grab a beer and discuss baseball and Batman soon, Dan. I'm looking forward to it. There we go. It. Yeah. Uh, It'll be a long conversation. Amen. By the end of the night, we'll just both be depressed and drunk. <laughs> Have you, uh, and I apologize if you've written about it already, but... Have you seen Dunkirk, and what were your thoughts? I, I, I saw Dunkirk, and it's kind of, at least among the critical sort of kind of drawn a line down the middle, because it's not your conventional World War II film, but I liked it a lot, because I think what Christopher Nolan did here, he kind of paints his own stroke on, on a genre, and I think by kind of not going with a typical one hero or one kind of main character, it's kind of a bunch of characters, it's more of an ensemble thing with you know the, you know mark rylance you know riding the civilian boat tom hardy is for the most part behind a pilot's mask so there's no one guy i think it was just it was really involving that way that he put instead the whole main character of the film was really just the whole british army trying to get out of the, of dunkirk to you know, fighting the german forces and i think the realistic way that he shot the action i mean when that first plane goes over over that shore in that theater, you, you feel like, you know, you might want to look overhead for a bomb dropping on, on your theater. That's basically sure. what he does. Yeah. He may, he's very, he, he likes to shoot on film. 
he likes to kind of cast a lot of actors that wouldn't be, you know, on, on the front of an air poster, but they're very good actors. You know, guys like Killian Murphy and even Harry Styles of One Direction has a really good small role. Really? As was you, one of them. Yeah. My brother said the he, same thing. He was like, I was really impressed with that Harry Styles guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he, he doesn't really have, nobody in the film really has a big speaking role. There's no like Michael Caine or Morgan Freeman giving a big speech. There's just none of that. It's mostly just action because this story is very personal to Christopher Nolan because, you know, he, you know, of course he's a Brit himself. He knows the history of Dunkirk and, and World War II. So he's been wanting to make this movie for a long time. And I think that the reason people didn't like it is it doesn't really have a strong emotional vein running through its body. It doesn't have like that. Oh man, it's like in saying Pride Ryan, they have to get to Matt Damon, they have to save him, which is ironic within himself. Home. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, it is. But for the whole thing, it's like it's more of a group effort. They're trying this. This is a, a part of the war where civilians came to rescue soldiers. Usually, it's the other way around. Uh, over thousands of, of civilian boats came to those shores and rescued those soldiers, and they're just overmatched by the by the German army. So I like the way that he didn't really go completely melodramatic or stick to a formula. He shot it his own way. So it's a very exciting movie and it's an hour and 49 minutes, which is the the shortest Nolan film in quite some time. That's like nothing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like one dream sequence in inception. (laughs) Well said, well said. Well, uh, Dan, anything else, uh, you're looking forward to in the film world, the sports world. I know you're a fan of uh, maybe having a little cigar. I was going to ask Dan. Uh, Ooh, you know what's your one. what's your optimal comfort level? You know if if Dan is kicking back on a Saturday night, he's got nothing going on. Yeah. What's your optimum uh, optimum comfort level here, Dan? Yeah. Uh, I think for me, man, it's it's exactly it. It's it's a cigar on the back deck with maybe a a pint of Tank Seven and a nice cool evening. Uh, a noiseless evening with, you know, since I have a kid and he's currently telling me right now, Dad, let's go in the goddamn house, please. Like, I have to take a shit. <laughs> That's basically what my kid just told me. Yeah. Like, Dad, we, we have, we have a DEFCON 5 below. Please open the door. But for me, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, a cigar, a beer. Usually my dad comes over because I have a new house with a big deck. So I'm going to come out on the back deck and see my dad just sitting there going, Hey there, bug buckaroo. Yeah. That's what my dad does. But, uh, I don't know. For me, it's just a it's a series of things that uh, just makes me comfortable. But really, a cigar and a good beer is probably does it. It's, I'm 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 a simple guy, you know. I wear t-shirts, I talk a lot, and I smoke a lot of cigars. That's great, and and we're South City till we die, right? Yes, South nice. City, man. Congrats we're, we're, on we're the new looking home. at houses in uh, Kirkwood, and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not moving to Kirkwood. Where you know Jimmy DeCat Hayes is going to be like mayor, and there's going to be <laughs> three Dewey's restaurants. No. I'm staying by, you know, my roots next to the hill, baby, until I die. Hey, hey, Dan, you know, we had the Cardinals thing, the Batman thing. I live in Kirkwood, <laughs> all right? Um, but I, I, you granted, I have Damn a, you, Pam. We, we almost could be friends. I have a 500-square-foot apartment. It's probably the cheapest thing you'll find in Kirkwood. But if I see Jimmy the Cat Hayes, I'm going to rub that toupee right off his head. There you go. Respectfully. Respectfully. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to say, you, you know what's an absolute delight? Bald heads, Jimmy. Bald heads. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Well, hey, Dan, really, really appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, um, for us, it's been a long time coming, so we really appreciate you joining us. Hey, man, anytime, guys. I mean, next time, if I don't have the kid, if I'm not on kid duty, 
I'll definitely come in there and, and hack it up with you guys for a little bit longer. Love perfect. It. Perfect. Sounds great. Well, thanks. Thanks very much, Dan. You have yourself a great rest of the evening. All right, man. You guys too. Thanks. Thanks, Take Dan. Care. See you, man. Dan Buffa, everybody. Right here on Let's Get Comfortable. Love it. That's and and seriously, I, you know, I was having these little flashbacks. We we were listening on the couch, screwing with We Are Live uh, a year and a half ago while Dan Buffa was on their show, um, and here we are a year and a half later in Shock City Studios having Dan on our show. I remember when you'd like texting me and you're like, dude, like. It was either like I met Dan Buffo or became Facebook friends with them. Facebook Buffo. friends, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my god, like we're doing it. Yeah, and I remember calling into <laughs> We Are Live and telling We Are Live, yeah, dude, no big deal. But me and Dan Buffo are FBO, dude. We're Facebook official now. FBO. So no, it's great. No, uh, and that wasn't a shot at Dan. We're extremely happy that absolutely, we became yeah, no, yeah. no, no shot at all. Yeah, um, that was great. I really appreciate it. So um, why don't we gear up for our next segment here, Pat and. Uh, I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Moe. This is the LGC. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy B. with Let's Get Comfortable. And I got to tell you about our St. Louis realtor, Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Home Selling Team. One hell of a guy, one hell of a realtor. If you're looking to buy or sell, he's the go-to guy in STL. Give him a call, 314-517-5565. Drake specializes in first-time home buyers. I myself was a first-time home buyer with him. He is incredible and makes you feel, dare I say, comfortable. Give Drake a call. Again, it's Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Home Selling Team. 314-517-5565. Our sponsor right here on Let's Get Comfortable. Folks, Patty Moe here with Let's Get Comfortable. I'm here to talk to you about one of the trendiest fashion stores in town. Ladies, I'm particularly talking to you, but guys, you're going to want to listen to this as well because I'm talking about Paper Dolls Boutique. We're talking women's high-end clothing. But guys, you're going to want to get in there too because they have jewelry, they have cool STL apparel. It's the hats that we wear on the Facebook Live segments. And they have things that ladies of any age and any type are going to like in any season as well. So go on down to any of the Paper Dolls locations in town. They're in Kirkwood, they're in De Pere, they're in Baldwin Grove, and they're up in the loop off Del Mar. Check it out. There's something for every lady. Paper Dolls Boutique, the most comfy, trendy place you'll find and a proud LGC sponsor. This is Jimmy B from Let's Get Comfortable. Folks, are you looking for a new car, used or new? Give our guy a call, Tony Godfrey, over at Dave Sinclair Buick GMC. He's going to hook it up. I'm telling you right now, they got all kinds of deals going on every single day, and he's going to hook it up over at 314-520-1818. Give Tony a call. He's a very good friend of ours. He's a very good friend of the show, and he's going to be a very good friend of you by the time you get done. And don't forget the Dave Sinclair deal. If it ain't right, they're going to make it right. Free. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're back. We're back. He gave us a thumbs up, so I knew that. Perfect. We're back on Let's Get Comfortable. We're here for three questions. Three, dare I say, questions. First off, thank you for saying three questions. Oh, there it is. Right on cue. It's perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, three questions is brought to you by two of our fabulous sponsors. Three, actually. 
I'm going to say two and you're going to say one. So that's a total of three. Yep. 801 Fish and Clayton. Ryan Crassinger, good friend of the show, GM of 801 Fish. They're over there in Clayton. Give them a call. 314-875-9636. And special announcement, they now have lunch going from 1130 to 230 daily. So go on down there and try the best seafood in the STL. I mean, that seafood over at 801 Fish is phenomenal. We've tried it. We love it. We wouldn't just be saying this. Swear to God. Um, and Paper Dolls, they're in Kirkwood. They're in De Pere. They're in U City. They're in Ball and Grove. They have these fantastic hats. They had an awesome warehouse sale this last weekend. Congrats to them. Great fall lineup coming up. Ladies, go buy their clothes. Go buy clothes for the ladies. Perfect. Uh, we just had uh, Mr. Dan Buffa from uh, KSDK on the show tonight on our interview. And I I know I said that he was on the Dave Sinclair Buick GMC phone lines, but that is sponsored by Tony Godfrey over at Dave Sinclair. Guys, if you're looking to buy or sell a car, give give Tony a call. He's the man. My whole family has done it. Sorry. It's okay. Um... And, and, and I just got to tell you, Pat, I know I've told you before, but do you know the Dave Sinclair deal? I do, but tell me again. If it, if it ain't right, they're going to make it right. For how much? For free. What? Tony Godfrey, give what? him a call. It's 314-520-1818. We also, Pat, and you need to listen to this more than I do because I know you're getting into the trouble with the law all the time. I'm a bad person. You need to call our lawyer right here on Let's Get Comfortable, Mr. Chris Finney with Mutrux Finney Law Offices. They specialize in uh, people who need help. Like me. Like, like me. Like victims, like yourself. I'm a victim. I'm a victim of, of the man. If you got any questions, concerns, any type of needing for an attorney, give Chris Finney a call over at Mutrux Finney Law Offices, 314-707-5167. Again, this is Let's Get Comfortable, brought to you by Weiss Comfort Systems. They sponsor and bring this to us. So why don't we get into three questions? I'm ready if you are. Um, Josh Topper chiming in, says, uh, heading to work tonight, looking forward to the PC tomorrow. So he's going to hit up the podcast tomorrow. Thanks, Josh. Folks, uh, just so you know, you're, you're seeing us live here on Facebook. You're seeing the video and everything. However... We have the show on iTunes. You're missing three-fourths of the show if you're only watching us here. You're only hearing a little bit. You're only I don't seeing... know if the folks see these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are our new, beautiful. Wonderful. We'll call them tumblers. Like a tumbler slash. Slash koozie yeah. from, uh, or yeah, it's like a little koozie. You can put a beer in it Wise from Comfort. Wise Comfort System. So, Dan Wise, thank you very much, sir. Um, not a lot of uh, questions so far, Pat. Uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, why the fuck are there pumpkin drinks in the store already? Oh, great! We're gonna jump right into that. All right. Bring it. Okay. Uh, well, first off, Jim, thank you for the question. Or maybe should I say no, thank you, because pumpkin drinks are fantastic. I do agree that they're a little early, and they always come early. It's just like clothes, like. You have your fall selection out a little sooner than actually fall beginning. Okay, the picture you you posted it's a little it's a little soon for 
that much pumpkin beer to be showing up. I mean, pallets upon pallets That's of pumpkin beer. I don't disagree why with that. F- why, why? It's August. Why is that here? I don't disagree. Plus, it sucks anyway. But I disagree with you there. It's delicious. And do we get a little bit pumpkin heavy in this country? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to drink 85 pumpkin spice lattes in September. It's also really hot in September. But I like the flavor. And if you I don't like it, don't buy it. I guess it's just that time of year. It is. Um, we got a question. South City Tone popping in saying, uh, have a great show, boys. And Aaron Aiello, Aaron, thank you for joining us. Folks, free plug. Go see Show Me CrossFit out there in O'Fallon. Joey and Aaron Aiello crushing it out there. Aaron says, almond milk, Bailey's, and Choco Milk? Question mark. Oh, I guess it wasn't. It was kind of a question. Kind of. Um... Yeah, totally random. Pat brought some basically rum-infused chocolate milk drink, and I brought this gluten-free Bailey's almond milk randomly. Dairy-free, vegan. And so we ended up mixing them together, and it's not bad. They were not bad. For the record, Sam gave the chocolate milk a 7.5 and the almond milk a 7. Sam Mahler, lovely producer in the background, and our our drink, official drink score, I dare say. Um, if you want to hear more about it, listen to the drinks of the show on the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Andrew <laughs> Andrew Cleaver says, Jim, thank you for joining us, sir. Why didn't Gordon ever teach Luis Mendoza to stop? Seems like a simple fix to me. I don't know. Uh, it's it. You would think that maybe if. Uh, if your best player didn't know how to stop, you'd want to teach him. Um, but eventually, I feel like he did. You know, didn't they do the? Uh, they would stack up, what was it, cups or cans or something, and he had to stop in front of it, and finally he learned how to stop. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Pat doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. No, it was horrible. What movie are we talking about, Pat? Is it Gordon Bombay? Mighty Ducks. You lucky dog. He is a lucky dog. For I knew it. I knew it all along. Thank you for the question, Andrew. Uh, Michelle Mueller, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Ryan Pennington, the smack rad, and uh, helps out with a few things over there at D-World. Just a few. A few big things. Hey, white Russians or pina coladas? Uh, first off, Ryan, thank you for the question. That, that's a really good one, actually. I think, generally speaking, white Russians, if I'm on a beach, pina coladas. Gotta get me some of that coconut. Uh, thank you for the question. Hate coconut. Coconut can go fuck itself. I'm going white Russians all day long. You and fruit. Never gonna yeah, be but friends. Yeah, like, I don't even consider coconut a fruit. What do you consider it? A nut. Because <laughs> it's coconut. Fair enough. Uh, and I just think it tastes like crap. And No, it doesn't. And, and here's where I'm going to blend it all together for you, Pat. Okay, I'm going to okay, blend okay. it all together, and here's where you're going to understand. First of all, I, f- I, f- I hate pulp. Again, why is pulp in things? Here we go Dumb. again. Pulp pulp is the literally one of the worst things on the planet Earth. Every other show. And so coconut essentially is like pulp if you really want to eat it. So fuck coconut. Coconut sucks. I'm going to find you a delicious coconut drink. I really am. Okay. And it's going to be I'll pulp drink, free. I'll try it. It's going to be pulp free. I promise I'll drink it. All right. <laughs> Coconut's a nut. <laughs> why is it called coconut then? Smart guy. Well, why is pineapple called pineapple? There's no apple in it. 
Touche. You know but what? It's got pineys on the outside. Guys, this is why it's called Three Questions. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, okay, here we go. Another one. Alex Hall. Cardinal's question, very serendipitous. Sure. Since June 25th, Los Birdos have the second greatest number of wins, 23, in Major League Baseball. Dodgers have 29. Of course they do. Will the cards ride this wave to the playoffs? Flounder down the stretch or, ooh, see more, or something else? Other thoughts? Interesting. Well, Alex, first off, thank you for the question. Thank, thank you for, for the question, in. Alex. Thanks for joining us, sir. Again, I'm going to uh, shameless plug. We had Dan Buffa of KSDK Sports on here right before this. Did a great interview. He talked about a lot of this stuff. Um, let's let's sprinkle this in here. Um, anything's possible when you're three games out, but this team for for over two thirds of the season hasn't shown that they have they have the talent skill to, to win this division. So I don't think so. Um, I think they're going to keep it close and they're going to tease us to the end just like last year. You know the Dodgers aren't going to win the World Series. They're going to maybe make a one series push. They might make it to the NLCS, but you know, other than that, no. I think that it's the Nationals year. You do? Yeah. If just, anybody's something's go, telling me that the, really? it's Yeah. You, you, anytime you can put out uh what do they got? Scherzer. Yep. You got uh Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, and one other guy who just absolutely crushes. They were, uh, were forgetting. I'm drawing a blank, but Either that way, other guy that three, crushes. They got three guys just absolutely crushing going in the playoffs. And listen, if you don't have the pitching for the playoffs, you're fucked. I mean, case in point. Yeah. You really are. Dodgers. Yeah, unless you got just so much offensive power that you're going to crush. I, I think Bryce Harper's due before he becomes a St. Louis Cardinal here in a little while. <laughs> um, nah, I, 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 the Dodgers can get out of my face. That's what I, I think. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But they've been a very one-and-done kind of team, too, in the playoffs. By the way, I know we did this last time, but folks, <laughs> look at these wonderful Shock City Studio mics that they got here. Mine doesn't go far enough, but you get the point. Yeah, anyway. Ryan uh, Pennington, since you couldn't answer my Trump cue last week, I don't know why we couldn't. I don't recall. I, I'm not even seeing these, so you're, you're way ahead of me. Oh, okay. Well, please resubmit your, keep, your Trump to, question. You're going to have to keep reading. Okay. Keep well, reading the questions, Pat. You got no, more that's, questions? That, that's, that was the last one right now. You got any questions for me? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. What do you got? Jim, how come you never had any fruit growing up? <laughs> <laughs> how, come, how come you never loved it? Thanks for the question, I guess. Um, I just I want to get to the I, bottom of this now. I never liked the, the fruit cocktail bullshit that you got in your tray at lunch in grade school. And I always felt like fruit was just a waste of space on your plate. Like if you're going through a line of like food and stuff and there's like a bowl of fruit or something like that, it's just a waste of space on my plate. Okay, fine. And maybe it's also because I just prefer savory things over sweets. I could give up, like, I never gave a fuck about my Halloween candy or any of that crap. I would take a bowl of chips over, like, a bowl of candy any day or cookies or any of that crap. Have you, okay, follow-up question. Sure. This Halloween, if you're at home, are you handing out chips then to trick-or-treaters? No, Pat. Think of the question. But I, I realize that you give out candy for kids. Um... 
Drew Godding says red or black on roulette. Drew, thank you for the question. And I was just in Tunica, Mississippi over the weekend. And literally all there is is casinos and golf. And that's it. Great timing. Um, and I played a lot of roulette. And I am a big fan of right off the bat, throw 100 bucks, get my chips in. And I just take a fat stack and just put it on red. And if it hits, I'm just up that much. And I just keep playing, keep playing. And then like maybe every like seventh roll, I'll throw another fat stack on red. And I got to tell you, I think I'm like 95% on winning that hitting red. I think it's a good call. I would go red too. There's just something about the color. It brings out certain emotions, aggression, anger, winning, winning big, yeah. things like that. You don't have a question for me by chance, do you? You know, Pat, uh, I was going to ask you, <clears throat> do you have a better method of making nachos at home other than chips on a plate and shredded cheese over the top? Now, I realize you can do like the like the jar of cheese and like heat it up or whatever, like Tostitos or whatever. But if you're going to make nachos at home, how do you make your nachos? First off, Jim, thank you for the question. Of course. Um, honestly, historically, I've done plate nachos, as much shredded cheddar I can find, microwave, you yeah. have more time, oven. You know, you watch enough social media videos, you can learn a thing or two. I would love to try, get, get some cream, get yeah. a bunch of cheese, boil that up and stir it. I think that'd be the best way to make some homemade. If you're just doing cheese and chips, all right, you can get all the other fixings you want. Um, How do you feel about refried beans? It's funny you bring that up. Thank you for the follow-up question. Of course. I had a friend in college who could eat that for dinner, and he'd just get the, uh, the grocery store stuff, scoop it up, that, cheese, chips, oven, delicious. I love delicious refried beans. And beans in general. Colleen's not a big fan of beans. You know, I, I mean, I don't. I haven't had it in a while. Don't get me wrong, but I was a, I was a big fan. We'd sit there and eat that and watch sports. It was great. But how about like when you go to a Mexican place and mm-hmm. let's say you get either uh, nachos or like a side of uh, you get the fajitas. Yeah. And it comes with like rice, beans, sour yeah. cream, blah blah blah. I fucking love those beans, man. It's like, slap them on. There. Slap them on first. It's like a base layer. Okay. Black beans or refried beans? Thanks for the question. You're welcome. Uh, both. Oh, really? When I go to Chipotle, I ask for both beans. Okay. I, I what love, are you? I love re. There's something about the. It's a, it's a consistency thing, to be honest. Yeah. I love the refried beans more than regular beans. Sam, you're going to Chipotle. You go in black beans, pinto beans, or no beans? Pinto. Not good for the stomach on the black Not good for Sam. Beans. Not good okay. on the black beans. That's fair. Thank you for your honesty. Oh, here we go. We got uh, Andrea. He's, first of all, Andrea, thanks for joining, sir. He says, uh, cheese on bottom, nachos, cheese, nachos, <laughs> cheese, and other toppings. Then throw it in the oven for a bit. No more bottom chips with no cheese. Phenomenal call, Andrea. That's actually really smart. That's actually genius. Doing it like layering. Mm-hmm. Big fan of layering. That took me way too long to figure out with even just doing the microwave style. When you're a kid and you're like, why does you're this like, happen ah, every time? Chips, cheese everywhere. Where is the cheese? Yeah. Uh, how many people 
after this broadcast are going to go make themselves some nachos. They're making it right now. This is let this is let's get comfortable live. Amanda, Amanda Conan, I see you. You're going to be making some nachos here really soon. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, huh. I feel like I just asked you seven questions, and I'm waiting for you to ask me more. <sighs> well, dang nabbit. I, I, I'm encouraging our viewers to get more questions. I'm a little surprised. We've talked about this before, but last night I got uh, Jimmy John's. Mm-hmm. And my Jimmy John's order is always, you know, some fo- some form of the uh, bootlegger, which is uh, turkey, roast mm-hmm. beef. And I'll either add bacon, add bacon and hot peppers, add, just add the hot peppers, you know, whatever. But then I always get, and I know you do too, a pickle sliced in half. Not quartered, not not any other way, but just half. Can we talk about this? Yeah. I actually do have two questions for you right after this. But and jalapeno Jimmy chips, by the way, which Ooh. I think are the best chips in the market. They, they could sell those and buy the big bags and I would just crush. Anyway. Jimmy John's, I'm calling you out because I really like you, but you always screw up the pickle. You always screw up the pickle. For me, they never include the pickle. I say and then I go, uh, I ordered a pickle too. And they go, oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. And then what do they do wrong, Jim? What do they do wrong after that? Then when you ask for it halved, they quarter it. Or they, you know, they, they or they just don't cut it at all, you know? I would rather them not cut it at all and let me cut it than them quarter it and me be like, what the fuck? I didn't want four pickled spears. I wanted it in half. It's a difference in the texture and consistency of the bite. It's a big deal. I want you all to learn something real quick here. Learn it. Get your pickle, your whole pickle, in half. Take those halves, and I want you. I want you to cut across, and I want to. Make, I want you to make little half moons, and I want you to eat those half moons with your bites, because it's insane. Do it. That wasn't a, a question. That was a recommendation of the show. Absolutely. Uh, Amanda says this baby's got to eat. Amanda is pregnant. She's a beautiful pregnant woman, and she's gonna crush some nachos here beautiful. soon for her baby. Uh, Alex Hall says, which is better, Jimmy John's or Pickleman's? Mm. Great question. Great. Totally different. I'm going Jimmy John's. Sorry, I get it more often. I am. That's no disrespect to Pickleman's. I think I think Pickleman's is good for like the quality. Yeah. However, sandwiches are too small. Going to Jimmy John's. And I like the delivery aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Aiello, why do basic bitches want to all look like the rest of the basic bitches? Um. I wish we had a basic bitch in the studio to defer to. Um, I don't have that question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, but I think it's a great question. Uh, if anybody can uh, can chime in on why basic bitches want to look like other basic bitches, would you consider you wouldn't consider us basic bitches? You're saying, you know, and I agree. I no, we are sophisticated bitches for sure. Very much so. We wouldn't host a three question segment otherwise. Right. Um, John Schwabi says, well, if Schwabi says, will Schwabi says ever make a return asking for a friend? John Schwabi, thanks for joining the show, sir. Uh, and thank you for the question. I, I, I say we call him, call a shot right now. We'll line you up for next week, John. John, you Schwabi next, says you're on next week. Next Tuesday, Tuesday 100%. maybe Wednesday. Tuesday probably. or Wednesday of next week. You're on, John Schwabi. You are on, sir. LGC. The uh, R-E-T-U-R-N. Uh, 
Let's say we got two minutes left. They're all flying in now. If you had one WWF finishing move, what would it be? First off, thank you for the question. Jim? Drew, thank you for the question, sir. If it were my own move, I've thought about this a hundred million bajillion times. It would be some sort of uh, like suplex variation where I like, uh, like almost like you'd pick them up in a jackhammer straight over your head, but then I would like toss them up in the air and like bring them down. Yeah. Um, I don't have a name for it yet, but if it was a current one, you got to go the Stone Cold Stunner. Uh, Pat doesn't need to chime in on that one. But real quick, is that not the greatest question you've ever been asked on this show? It's one of the best. It's one of the best. <laughs> um, Matt Helsel? Yeah. This, Nor- is, uh, this guy's Ryan Doyle's stepbrother. Oh, really? Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Doyle. Good man, good man. Go ahead. Why don't you hear his questions? A normal Jimmy John's pickle comes have normally. Okay. They no, just got to get no. him. They, they, well, they got to get him to, to you. you. whole, at least around here. The red but pickle they ask you what type of cut you want. Well, we have not had s- said experience, so. Yeah. Well, can I can I ask you one more question? Yeah, then, the, we're going to end on in? this one. We'll end on this one. Because I told you I had one for you. Sure. 1A, 1B. Go to type of steak. We've probably talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking Sandy's, your favorite Sandy in town. I made steaks last night, did New York strip and ribeye. For me, it's got to be ribeye. I'll just say that right now. And for sandwich in town, that's a tough one. What? That's all. Oh, what's your favorite sandwich? Oh, okay. I was kind of like waiting for you, but you know what? I've been thinking about this since I haven't had Joya's or Legrand's. It's just so dumb. Which is dumb. I no, I agree. I'm I'm waiting for you to take me there and buy me a, a hot salami sandwich. I'm going Gramophone. Love that place. Thank you for the question, Pat. You're welcome. Um, we have talked about this steak situation before, uh, and I believe I said filet one million times out of a million times. You because did. You did. I think everyone's lying to themselves if they think, oh, I, I like this steak because it has lots of fat in it. Oh, it gives it more flavor, blah, 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 blah. Nobody likes more fat, okay? You're, you're, you're cutting off the fat anyway. So a fillet is the most tender, mm-hmm. succulent cut of the cut of steak. I'm going fillet all day, every day. You're right. The gristling on ribeye is not the best, but I love the fat in between the bites. Um, second thing. Okay. Uh, gotta go Joya's all day on the sandwiches. Joya's, Legrand's, um, Gramophone is up there with uh, it, definitely in the top three. Um, you can't beat fucking Joyous, man. You got to get there. It's the uh, most unreal sandwich. I would love to do an LGC live. Uh, Blue City trying. Deli. Shout out to Blue City Deli, yep. too. Oh, yeah. Blue, I've had that. That's right good. down That's here good. by Shock City. Matt Helsel just firing away yeah, saying, here, just Bridgeton cr- Mo, we got to go get his pickles. We will. We will. We're on it. Well, for my co-host, Patty Mo. My co-host, Jimmy B. This has been the LGC Three Questions. And uh, thank you for Dan Buffer for coming on the show. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and uh, I think that's basically it. Thank you, Sam. Sam crushing it on the ones and twos again. Thank you very much, sir. Folks, have a good evening.